All right, welcome to the Eagle's Nest podcast, the very first one. How do you feel about being the first guest? I feel honored, really. Uh, being here especially means dear to my heart. Oh, and that's sweet. Thank you so much. No problem. This is uh, Bob Allersmeyer, eighth grade writing teacher, and I am interviewing. Uh, Kellen, I'm a student here at ISMS. Just having a swell time here. I'm enjoying it. Fantastic. Kellen, that's a unique name. Would you agree? Have you met many Kellens? I have not. Um, if you want to know where this originated from, uh, my parents were watching football at the time, and they it was a Chargers tight ends, Kellen Winslow. They got the idea from him. It's not spelled like him, but it's very close, and that's where my name originated from. Um, do you know the origin, the um, nationality, ethnicity of it? Uh, Kellen, I, I think, from my knowledge anyway, I am Scottish, okay, and I think that's where it's from. I'm not positively sure, but... Do you want me to help you? Yes. I looked it up, and it is Irish, so Irish. it's close. Okay. And it wasn't until I was embarrassingly too old that I figured out that Scotland and Ireland are two different places. Oh. I yeah. always thought that they had just unique accents, you know? Yeah. But, you know, the kilts are Scotland, mm -hmm. and the Irish are, you know, the leprechauns. Yeah. So that's how I remembered it. Do you know what it means? Oh, slender? Yes. Mm -hmm. Slender. Uh, small and slender, which you, you aren't the small, but you definitely are the slender. I am. And it says that before the 1900s, it actually meant swamp. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you were named Swamp until, you know, 1900s. But, uh, That's I'll take, cool. I'll take the football one. Um, how's your year going? Going well? Great. Great. Um, I'm enjoying the school so far. I mean, sometimes when you wake up, you get, you get this feeling, man, I don't want to go to school. But when you get there, it's like, man, that was, that was fun. I'm glad I went to school this day because the thing about me is that I love making people laugh. And when I do that, my day's already complete. When I laugh, it, it gets in the mood, but when I make other people laugh, it just, it makes my day so much. It's like laughing's the best medicine, as people always say. Yeah, and yeah. it always makes me happy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you ever have uh, those days where you just don't feel it, but people are looking towards you to cheer? You know what I mean? You're the yes, kind of the go-to. They're like, you know what? I feel down. Where's Callan? He's going to pick me up mm -hmm. and make that class bearable. Uh, I think that was basically uh, many days in my ele elementary school. Back in, like, fifth grade, my parents... Uh, left to go to Cancun in Mexico, and they left us. Did they home alone you? Yes, they did. No. And I felt so sad. I couldn't <laughs> see my parents every single day. And I was just one of those feelings where my parents are gone. No one's going to wake me up. No one's going to... No one's going to pack my lunch for me. No one's going to help me anymore. So I was just, it was just one of those days where, let's just get this over with. But people in elementary school still wanted me to like at least make them laugh. And that was still a, a nice thing because I was still able to do what I wanted to do the most at school while I was still feeling down. Mm -hmm. Well, I tell you what, just from, uh, you know, from an outsider's perspective, you know, an educator's perspective with a lot of experience, um, you are a smart, hardworking, good personality person. And the fact that you, you get your enjoyment out of other people's reaction to you and not so much your performance, mm -hmm. you know, of your, your academic achievements, which are, are stellar. Um, you know, I find that very interesting. Do you have any, it's not too early to think and dream, you know, career aspirations? Do you have, I, I think we talked about this. Yes. Maybe, <laughs> 
Maybe with your mom, I think we talked I about think this we did. a couple months ago. But Yes. Um, so I first wanted to start out as a comedian. I loved making people laugh. But then when I saw my education grow and my parents saw my potential, um, I'm thinking about being a teacher, an educator. Um, I can go full on as a professor or um, last year a teacher really got, in, got to me, uh, Mr. Cass, seventh grade. He helped me out that much and it was, it was really fun to see him teach because he still had that comedic effect with him. And, uh, that's basically when I saw him, the way that he taught, I wanted to be just like that. Teaching is something that you can really put your personality into and oh, let yeah. that dictate mm -hmm. you know classroom environments uh, lessons um, if you have that energy you know what I mean you can really tap into that and do something um, fun mm -hmm. you know memorable um, and and it doesn't just have to be you know the stereotypical lecture format that can get really dry at times but uh, but no I, I've had times where and you you've been witness to some of us we get off on tangents just talking and then mm -hmm. you know and I over the years, I remember countless times that we just talk, you know, and it's almost like a little stand-up thing where we're just chatting and riffing, and you can really get that, you know, um, uh, what's the word? Yeah, that, that dream, that flow. Yeah. You know, but you can you can tap into that enjoyment of that uh, comedian that you wanted to be for so long. Uh, do you listen to com comedians now? Oh yes, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart is a huge one. My parents love him so much. He's got a podcast that I just heard about. Yeah, he does. Um, I think one of my favorite parts is probably his Netflix originals. Okay. There was one that we watched, I forgot what it was called, but holy smokes. My parents died laughing at that one. And my mother loves Kevin Hart so yeah. much. His, to his laugh, to his cries, to his just his out loud excitement. I think that is where I mostly got my, um, where I stand out the most. Um, but really, I think the, the, comedian that I listen to most is Kevin Hart. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I see him. I've seen more of his movies than anything else. Um, I just know he he was amazing in Jumanji, mm -hmm. you know, but just teaming him up with The Rock and knowing, well, Dwayne Johnson, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but teaming those guys up and knowing how much, how good of friends they are. And then anytime you see them just talking, they're always just, you know, ripping on each other. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's, I like... I like celebrities who can make fun of themselves, who don't oh, yeah. take life too seriously. You know, mm -hmm. I really enjoy that. Um, let's find out a little bit more about you and not Kevin Hart. All right. Um, you mentioned Mr. Cass a little bit mm -hmm. ago. Who are some of your elementary school people that influenced you? And maybe just a sixth grade teacher, another seventh, you know, just kind of your okay. journey. Yes. Just a couple, a couple All teachers right. so we can give shout outs to the people that cultivated the man, the swamp. All right. Comforts. So in elementary school, um, a really good teacher was Mrs. Cozart. She was my fourth grade teacher. What and, school? Uh, Mary Raber okay. Elementary. Um, she had the teaching ability of calm. She, if we had a late assignment, she would just say, just get it turned in. It was just like one of the things like, really? You would only say that? That's just so nice. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And every single day when I came back, and my mom asked me, how was my day? I said, so good. Mrs. Cozart is so nice. She's so just kind. She's so thankful. I don't know how she does it. Because previous teachers, even though we were still little, we still had a lot to learn. And we had to learn, um, what, politeness, uh, 
turning in assignments on time, expect what teachers want to expect, that, that type of thing in order to develop as an adult. Mm -hmm. But Mrs. Kozar, it was like a break. We were able to take a refresh. You could breathe. Yes. It was, it was so nice. Um, then we went to fifth grade. That was my roughest year, 2017. Um, but Mrs. Nanny, I was still in uh, Mary Raber, she was also very nice. She first started out as a tutor for my older brother. Um, then she moved as a teacher when I think the old fifth grade teacher decided to move away because she had a kid. Mm. Mrs. Nanny, um, she, was, she was a little bit strict, but we were able to get to her fun side very quickly. It was nice to see her fun side. She, I think the best part was that what she did was that she read aloud to us stories and she left off at a cliffhanger. It was, it always wanted us kids to learn what happens next. And they want you to yes. go and do that on your But kid. then the, she stopped there and she wanted us to think about it. What could happen next? And then after that, she'd give us pieces of paper and write down what we think would happen. And that was, I'd say that was very mm, successful, the, the way that she wanted it to go, because it happened. Yeah. Then sixth grade, I first entered middle school. I was very uh, scared because, uh, from my perspective anyway, I thought all grades were going to be in one jam-packed room. I was wrong. Wait a minute, hold on. You thought all great, like the 250 sixth graders were going to be in one classroom? As in uh, just one wing, I should say. Isn't that what it is, though? Uh, sixth grade has their own wing. Seventh grade has their own wing. Eighth yeah. grade has their own wing. And you thought that all the six, you thought the whole school was going to be? Yeah. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. So you thought the entire enrollment of Indian Springs was going to be in one? Yes. Uh, okay, thank so, you. So, yeah, no problem. I, I was going to be a little bit terrified because I would have to be with the big kids. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was wrong. And when I first got there, I learned that patience is a virtue. Uh, mm -hmm. Do not rush anything most. And I think a teacher that helped me do that was Mrs. Dean. Mrs. Deem. She was our sixth grade writing teacher at the time. But she is just the nicest person. Nice, very nice. I know. She um, allowed me to at least think before I speak. And she, and she helped me, uh, instead of rushing down everything, just, just go with the flow. And I think one of the best assignments that she made us do was uh, National Park Research. Okay. We were able, she did a whole entire slideshow about choosing a national park and we were able to look it up, learn facts, and if we had the time, we were able to write a letter and they would send us something back from the national park. My national park was Death Valley in California. Any particular reason? Oh. Did you choose? I choose it because of the name, because I wanted to know why it was called Death Valley. And that's fair. So yes. you want, yeah, not just, that has a really boss name. It you does. You were just like, I want to actually learn why. Yeah. So that's, okay. Um, and then when I learned a little bit more, then I started getting the effect of holy smokes. Hmm. I love this place. I love this assignment. And we were able to present. You love Indian Springs. Yes. You don't love Death Valley. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love this place. It's beautiful. I know. When I love presenting things. Okay. I have no, I don't get stage fright. And I don't get embarrassed mm -hmm. that easily. My mother is the only person who knows how. But I was do. up there and I was just it. Not as in it's going down, it's going up. I, I had no shivers, I had no stutters, I was up there 
listen people, this is what I say, you guys like it, that's cool, and that was just it. It was so cool, because I love it when people hear what I have to say. Mm -hmm. It's nice. And when people ask me, how do you not just at least get scared? And I go, I think about it, but then I go, why would I get scared? I love it when people at least want to hear what I have to say, because then they can think it, and they can go, oh, yeah, that's, I thought this, but now since I heard that, I think a little bit differently now. It's a really interesting responsibility that you have because the 27 other people in the class are giving you five minutes of their life, mm -hmm. five minutes of their focus. Oh, yeah. What are you going to do with that? And I, I don't know what, well, if you go to teacher, you're going to have a lot of those moments, but other professions around the world have 27 people giving you their undivided, hopefully, undivided attention, mm. you know, is a big responsibility. You know, and if um, that's the only exposure that they're ever going to get to Death Valley, for example, you have a responsibility to not drop that ball. Yeah. So that 27 people can learn what you learned um, and find out that it's not a beautiful place. But why it's Death Valley mm -hmm. and the hottest, deepest, whatever it is, you know. Whatever oh, yeah. Is. Do you remember anything about I it? I do. The Death Valley is in Mojave Desert. And I started learning a little bit more about the Because it's the hottest, right? Yes. It's that, that's, that's the thing that I remember. It was always the hottest. And driest. And driest. driest. Driest place in North America. And when I learned a little bit more, it is my dream that I really want to go to Mojave. Okay. Just, I can go to Death Valley, but I just love the desert. I don't know why. Just... So you like warm. I do. So you don't like winter and cold here in Indiana? You like... I, lo I love warmth. Because... Yeah. I have a thing where we have a heater in my room and mm -hmm. I always turn it up. My father always just goes and stop turning on the heater or else I'm going to take it away from you. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay. I don't care. Yeah. I want to be warm. Exactly. I remember teachers where I went, taught before, they were like, oh, it was an ice box and it's freezing and they just liked it cold, but they would mm -hmm. always say, oh, it keeps the students awake. I'm I like, know. I, I, no, change your teaching approach mm -hmm. to keep them awake. Don't rely on temperatures. I know. <laughs> at least, if, if you want to make the students awake, at least like give them something lively. Give them something, right. ooh, yeah, that's cool. Instead of, bro, this place is cold. I don't want to be here anymore. Can and you're I? focusing on the fact you're cold. Yes, you're yeah. focusing on that. You have goosebumps, and you want to know why. Yeah. Hey, Kellen, I love the fact that I'm just going to change this from the Eagles Nest podcast to the Kellen podcast. All right. I, I'm your guest. That's you epic. are the perfect person because there's no way I'm going to get through my questions. So we're just going to talk okay. um, if that's cool with you. Yeah. Um, what are you going to – are you excited about high school? Coming into sixth grade, you were nervous, yes. terrified. Now, you said you have an older brother mm -hmm. who's at um, Columbia City now. Yes. Uh, junior? He, yeah, he is a junior. Good guess, huh? Yeah. See, I have a computer that tells me. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and a fifth grade sister? Yes. I know. It's magic. Wow. I know. I had to, what is it, we were 15 minutes in, so it was about 20 minutes ago I looked this up. So oh, I, wow. I so I, I remember we were a middle child, mm -hmm. you know, that you were a middle child. Um, but anyway, so sixth grade you were petrified, but, and, and he didn't help you with your preconceived notions of sixth grade? Is he helping you at all with high school? Are you excited? Are you nervous? So Try to keep it under a 30-minute yeah. response. Okay, so my brother, he's helping me. He... Basically, our worst subject that me and him both know that is math. Mm. We dislike math. And what, every single time when he brings back homework that he has, he'll go, look, Kellen. He flings the paper around. So he tries to scare you yes. with how hard it is. So I'm not 
excited for high school because I know that some classes require um, freshmen and seniors to be in the exact same class. And I hate being the younger kid. I'm not the youngest kid in my family. As you said, I'm the second child. Mm -hmm. But at least being young enough, I don't like it because you're easy to pick on and you got a lot of stuff just work on. It's not fun. But uh, the way that I can deal with it is that uh, if my parents were able to survive this, then I certainly can. Basically, that's the way I take it. No matter if, if I hear people just students, classmates, oh, this assignment's just so awful. Why, do, why does this exist? I'm like, I think about it. I process it. I at least know why it's going on. And I go, okay, there's got to be a reason. And it's probably going to help us in the future. That's probably it. That's very smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, and I, I always thought because it just seems like the some people think it's the end of the world. I'm yeah, like, this is a one-page assignment that you you know what I mean? Yes. But, and, and the teachers, you know, and the administrators, everybody's they're so focused. No one does this for the paycheck. They do it to help people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so we aren't gonna waste your time. Uh, I think there may be some teachers. I hate busy work. I just hate it because it's busy. It's for you guys. It's not helping. So everything we do. There's a reason. Yeah. You know, so the writing assignments we have, it's to stretch you and, and develop you for high school. So you will see that next year, that that's a bit easier. But, um, no, it got real deep there for you. And um, um, I, I think that, does it kill you? No. I think the great lyricist Kelly Clarkson once said, you know, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Right? Yeah. That power ballad type rock song. Um, and I remember, I mean, with my kids growing up and... Uh, they're, they're, they're fussing and I go, oh, are you bleeding? No. Do you think you're dying? <laughs> no. Okay, let's keep things in perspective, mm -hmm. right? Let's yeah. learn. And so that's, I think, a real mature thing that you said that uh, there must be a reason for it. And I'm sure you can see around your peers that not everybody shares that. So yeah. for some, somebody, older brother, parents, you know, really raised you well to... to open your eyes to that fact yeah I've always been a uh, mother's boy I've always loved my mother and she there's nothing wrong with I that. know I'm uh, still a mother mama's boy I oh, just don't yeah. see her as much she taught me a lot like really much I saw the bigger picture with her and my father He's he's a he's a nice guy, but I'm more attracted to my mother. I'm more attached, I should say. There, yeah, let's reword that. Yes, attached there to my go. mother. Yeah. And she, wow, amazing. I think she's probably one of the best mothers in the world. Fantastic. I know. And if something always happens, I wish you could see how excited he's getting, getting oh, so yeah. animated, I know. just talking I'm about his my mom. Hands around. He is just. He really loves his mom. This I is going to be a great present for your mom. I know. I you hope, know, I hope she nice. sees this. This will be a Mother's Day mm -hmm. um, present a couple months early. Oh, so yes. I'll go ahead and continue about mom. So every single day, she's basically the person to help me wake up in the morning. I hate, wait, I hate, I hate Mondays. Mm -hmm. I hate waking up in the morning. On, on the weekends, my normal wake-up time is at least 1130. Wow. Yes, I know. She's the one to help me get up. And she's the only reason why she does this is because she cares for me. And not, when I wake up, I don't see that first. But when I, when I start just waking up more, I'm getting more, I'm just getting more pizzazz in my life. I'm going, oh, yeah. All right, I can see. Thanks, Mom. And 
she cooks for us, she folds our laundry. And if you think about it, you may not care at first, but then you realize she's just helping you along the way. So whenever we do chores, I feel like that's just the way to respect her and what she does to show that we're doing something back. Fantastic. God, yeah. I wish my kids felt that way. Oh, yeah. It's pulling teeth. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to have my son, his dog, he has to go out just like once a month. It's not a lot. Just yeah. scoop up the... I know the exactly what you're talking out. about. And, and he's, he gives me, he gives me uh, a rough time. Like, you do this once a month. Yeah. I used to change your diaper multiple times a day, and you mm -hmm. do this once a month, and you love that dog. I don't want to hear it. You know what I mean? Yes. But uh, it's nice that she wakes them up. I tend to do that. If I'm a little... My, my daughter's a freshman. Oh, yeah. And she's been sleeping later and later. And so for today, for example, I knew she was going to miss her bus just by the time. And 7 o'clock rolls around, and she should be up downstairs having breakfast. So I knew she was going to miss it. And so all I do is go downstairs and open up the garage door, and I just stand and wait. And I hear her feet hit the ground and start running around because the moment I leave, she has no way to get to school. Yeah. And so I pull out into the driveway and close the garage door a couple minutes after. I have never seen that front door open so violently in my life <laughs> to see if I was still there or not. And then she, you could just see. Yes, panting. See, and I'm all about teaching, Ellen. Yes. And I don't think she's gonna oversleep tomorrow morning. That's, Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what a you mean. And uh, so while that's nice, your mom does that for mm -hmm. you. And uh, I pretty much do that for my kids too. But at some point, you're going to have to do it. I know. And actually, I cook my own meal sometimes. I sometimes I may have these easy things like ramen noodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes some. I can cook, uh, let's just say, uh, pork, maybe, uh, pork butts. Uh, my father, I hope he's teaching me a little bit more about how to grill. Nice. Yeah, that's a skill you I know, learn. exactly. Especially it for takes a while. man's job. I know, there's just that stereotype, mm -hmm. you know, of doing that. And, and I'll be honest, I can count on one hand the number of times I've ever grilled a steak because I'm petrified that I'm going to ruin that $10 oh, yeah. piece of meat. You know, I can do burgers and all that. Yeah. I do really well with that. But I've never done the, probably the man, you know, the stereotypical yes. man stuff. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I enjoy that. But yep. that's something you should learn. All right. So how far along are you learning about that? Um, Many times? Basically, um, I, think he's, I think he's teaching me the basics. Okay. Uh, flipping patties, when to flip them, when to know that they're cooked, temperature, um, coal, basically. Need more flames, need more hotness. Basics, basic stuff. Yeah. Do you, I see, I've never even used a meat thermometer. Really? I just look at it and does it look yes i haven't killed anybody yet and oh. we haven't gotten sick that's so good so i maybe i just have a natural and maybe you ability. have a talent i think so a hidden mm -hmm. thing because i remember somebody said just just touch it i'm like what do you mean no, just poke it with your finger i'm like touch all the food well your hands are clean bob and i'm like what and then they talk about the the palm if you look at the palm listeners that if you touch like right here uh, right by the thumb in your palm that that is supposed to be I don't know, medium, and if you touch over here, you, you know what I mean? So you can feel what the meat should feel like. Okay. I don't know. I think I don't know if it's an old wives' tale or whatever. But uh, So grilling. Grilling's pretty mm -hmm. good. 
Um, all right, let's just do some fun, kind of quick responses without okay. even thinking. All right. What's your favorite word? My favorite word? Oh, gosh. Right? Epic. I love epic. And epic is just Good one word. of those basic words where, oh, hey, that's just epic. And yeah. it's not awesome. I think awesome is just one of those bland words. But when you say epic, it's like, oh, yeah, epic. Yeah. It just stands on its own. Yeah. I, I think it, it, because words kind of come back. Mm-hmm. You know, right now, it's so dope has come back. Yeah. Because that was an 80s thing before you. And when I was in the 90s with school, we wouldn't say dope because mm. you would think, oh, well, that's so yeah. 1980s. And so hearing people talk, hearing my kids mention that now, um, I go, it's coming full circle. Mm -hmm. You know, rad. Sometimes oh, yeah. you hear that. But awesome is one that I remember as a kid. And then maybe I went out of style. I don't know. But awesome never seemed to be weird or to be, you know, and cool. Yeah. Was always, those were words that never, oh, it's dope. It's yeah. awesome. No, you never look negatively on it. Mm -hmm. But other words can trumpet and leap forward like epic okay mm -hmm. that's a better better word um fantastic i like that one fantastic, fantastic. just a lot of enunciation yeah. it's not my favorite word but just in the same genre um are you a star wars or a harry potter fan and don't let me bias you all right at all you're not gonna hurt my feelings all right i don't like harry potter oh thank goodness yeah no i'm kidding okay it, it's okay i think Please don't hit me on this. And you don't like Star Wars either. I like Star Wars. I just not love Star Wars. Yes. Okay. But I dislike Harry Potter. I don't understand the point of it. Okay. I think it's, mind my words, but I think it's stupid. Stupid? Yes. Interesting. Kellen said Harry Potter's stupid. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I've enabled comments on this podcast, okay. but feel free to find him out in the hallway uh -oh. and let him know what you think. Because okay. I haven't heard of Harry Potter's stupid. Um, what about Harry Potter do you just doesn't have you given it a shot i guess with either the books or the movies i think we've watched the movies i've not read the books and i couldn't understand it i'm like why is this happening why why is why is an owl here telling like harry potter to go to this hogwarts place yeah. or why is why is the snakes people all of a sudden mean why can't it be the lions or whatever yeah i just, i mean i just didn't understand it. I'm just blown away. I that wasn't the reaction I was expecting, and I like it. It's uh -huh. authentic. Mm -hmm. I think it's original, and I just don't. I think a lot of people just jump to Harry Potter, and and I will be honest. I've read all the books, mm -hmm. and I've seen the movies. Okay, and um, I it, I got into it more because they got darker. Because it was, I think there were seven books, okay. eight movies. They split the last one, and so the first one, he's like a little kid. Yeah. But there's still some darkness there, you know. You know, the, the Baltimore. Yeah. You know, talk about him, but you know, by the second or third, I mean, there's life or death stuff that happens. He drops out of school in one of the later ones to to deal with the darkness. Full. So it's not always just a story about a kid going to school and learning. Does that make sense? I guess it and does. So yeah. I enjoy because well. As a Star Wars fan, I really like the dark side. And, oh, yeah. and just in movies and storytelling, I like a villain. Um, the best movies have always had good villains. Mm -hmm. The best, there's, well, now 25 Bond movies coming out. And the memorable ones are the ones with the rockin' villain. Yeah. You know, and the ones that are just like, I can't remember the villain because it wasn't a very good movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I like the Die Hard movies, but the first one was the best because it had Alan Rickman, at, who was Snape. In, in Harry Potter, you know, he was just a cool 
villain. And so I think that they do a nice job in getting dark as it goes along and 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 more adultish. And yeah, it was written for young adults, but I don't know. I I enjoyed the books. I they were page turners, but it wasn't something I'm like I, I just have to yeah. read the next one. It wasn't that. It was pleasurable for me. Um, and Star Wars, you and I will talk more about that yeah. off because I'm going to get a little bit more preachy about Star okay. Wars. How you need to bring that into your soul. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, no, I'm kidding. But um, uh, so, do you read much on your own? Do you read oh, for pleasure? I used to read. Um, What's the last book that you read for pleasure? Last book that I read for pleasure was probably, oh gosh, Big Nate Strikes Back. Big Nate Strikes mm-hmm. Back. Yeah. Okay. 15 seconds, what's it about? It's basically about a kid who's a troublemaker and goes to middle school. He basically gets attention every single day and he has friends. These friends try to help him go along or they or some of his friends can make fun of him and get him more in trouble. Big Nate Strikes Back is basically about he has this girl that he really likes and his, high, and his middle school bully likes her too. So those two have to work together to at least help her out because she's having some difficulties. But then oh. kids from another middle school, which they are rivals, they're having a like a oh, frisbee competition, and the kids are so much taller than them. So the team is Nate's his middle be school. Be careful with spoilers. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I won't, I won't spoil anything. Okay. And it's Nate's his bully and a couple of his friends, and the competition ended. I'd say pretty good way. <laughs> pretty I, good I, way. I, that's so the thing. I can what say. I what I gauge from that was in the school. For the affection of a girl, a boy and his bully, they actually come together mm-hmm. in order to help her out. Yep. What a great story. Yeah. Just in that. And then you add more bullies, the other school. It's like those movies, well, in the 80s, these camp movies. These kids go to camp for the summer, and there's always a rival camp across the mm. lake, and they always have some sort of big um, Olympic-style event, mm-hmm. you know, where they, whatever, you know. they Disney did a movie called Heavyweights with... Uh, where they sent overweight children to, and then they went against the athletic kids. Because why not? Two different, you know. Oh, whatever. Um, we already did that one. On a scale of one to ten. Okay. Ten being the, the highest. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's best, oh. but how weird are you? Oh, okay. I'd say I'm a six. Do you think most people would agree with you? I think six is being at least agreeable and the only reason why is because my jokes people think are weird and I can hit them in the weirdest way possible so it's like a punch but not punch the gut it's a punch somewhere you don't expect it can okay. make you laugh but then you go oh that's just so weird it just came out of nowhere yeah okay. and okay. the reason why it's I think it's a little bit lower than usual it's it's over half but it's I think it's lower is because I know when to be serious. I know when to stop. I know when to, hey, this isn't funny anymore. It's just, it's not a good time to joke around. Mm-hmm. And I try to keep that a little bit more in my life because you gotta, you gotta grow up sometime. But you at least wanna keep that humorous in case if it's needed. Do you, when you make people laugh, do you uh, enjoy, I guess making them laugh in any way you can? Do you prefer telling jokes you've heard? Is it a better, is it a better high for you if it's your original jokes? You know what I mean? Like, uh, Oh, yeah. I know what you mean. I have friends, and I, I, there are friends when we hang out. We make each other laugh pretty much just doing movie quotes. Mm. You know, I mean, that's a language with us. 
um, and we make each other laugh and giggle, and that's good. But if I can come up with just some observation on my own, and then they go, wow, that was pretty funny. I enjoy that a little bit more. But overall, did they laugh? Yes, fine. Mm -hmm. Have you... What are your thoughts? Um, no, the, normally the jokes that I get are normally from other people. It can be from movies to stand-up comedy mm -hmm. to just slideshows or just newspapers. But normally I think it's very difficult to come up with the original good joke because you can't just think, oh, yeah, let's just pull this together because then someone else would say, that, you're just copying this and that. And mm -hmm. where did you get that from? Because the, the movie that I watched just yesterday had the exact same line. Yeah. It's so, just so difficult. So the way that I get it is that if, it, if I think it's funny, then I'm like, oh, yeah, my friends will love this. I love listening. I, I've, uh, we're started in this because I got into podcasts in the last few months just listening. I like There are certain comedians' podcasts where they're just sitting around talking mm -hmm. about joke writing, and they talk about some sit at a computer, others have tablets, and you just really learn the process. You yeah. know, and, and for a stand-up comedian, they would write down their ideas, and then they would get on stage and try them. And the, the hour-long things you see on mm -hmm. TV, those are with like a year of fine-tuning, fine-tuning, fine-tuning. They don't need this extra word, this adjective here. They, can, they know, okay, I'm going to pause here for the laugh. i got to do this. i got to call back to something I said earlier, and that's mm -hmm. going to get a laugh. I mean, it is like this. Remember uh, diagramming sentences? I'm not asking you to, okay. but on the board, you know, you would like underline the subject, draw a line oh, yeah. to this and that. I mean, it, it's just this big swooping orchestration of a year mm -hmm. of all these thoughts. So it would be hard. And for grown-ups, grown-up comedians, it's a little easier because you can play your life a little bit. And we've lived a little more. Like if I had to get on stage and I told you that story about my daughter this morning, I could probably work that into a couple minute bit and a oh, laugh yeah. and with sound effects and work on the timing and how my son and I are sitting out in the car just sitting there waiting and then do something with the look. You know what I mean? And so it's, it, it's yeah, I think all the comedians, and I, I have nothing to speak from because I'm not a comedian, Yeah. Um, but I would think that it, it would be challenging, but I think it would get easier over time and you would find shortcuts and something would happen in your life be like oh that's funny yeah i'll write that down mm -hmm. you know and that's something i can think about later so you keep something and it's not like you're sitting at your desk okay i gotta be funny now mm -hmm. i'll pull that notebook out and, mm -hmm. and you can go for there um what's something that you think people misunderstand about you <sighs> okay this is actually going to be my personality Okay. Miss, when I first met Mrs. Grimm, she told me the way that I stand out to her is that... Science, eighth grade Mrs. Yes. Grimm. Yes. Agri-science. And the way that I... The first introduction, the way, they, the way that I said to her is, Hi, my name's Kellen, but my friends call me Fergie. I'm very funny. I like it. And she just thought, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. And this is the first time. First time I met her. Okay, so that's, that's kind of coming on strong. That is very yeah. strong. And she said that she, was, she had to deal with me the most because I would be the troublemaker. And she, it was perceived yes. trouble just because of your personality. Yes. Okay. Sorry. And she went when the first parent-teacher conference came along, and she met my mother. She was telling me all these things like, "Is Kellen really this way?" And she goes, "My mother replies, no, not really. 
he, he would seem like it, but then he would do this, he would do the completely opposite, but then he'd still keep what you said, but he'd just tone it down a bit. And with Troublemakers, I always wanted to be the class clown. But when I knew what a class clown was, it was you had to get in trouble for doing something wrong, but then make other people laugh. That's not, that's not what I want. When I want to make people laugh, I don't want to get in trouble for it. I don't want to get yelled at for making people laugh. You want the right time. I want the right, right time, right moment, right everything. That's a really interesting take because when you hear about people, yeah, I was voted class clown. They were the ones getting sent in the hall mm -hmm. or saying inappropriate stuff. And yeah, of course, that's shock value going to make people laugh yeah. and remember. But that's a really interesting take that you can, you know, differentiate the, you know, the stigma of being a class clown. Be like, no, I, I just want to be entertaining yeah. and but yet respectful to the teacher mm -hmm. and, and know my place so yeah that's a really good one that's a really good one and and you found it out so young ish you're yeah. very mature with certain things oh yeah now let's talk about things that you're not mature with okay um so i had a sub in the fall oh yeah and when i got back there was a sub note written down about kellen and uh, you did something during class. Can you elaborate a little bit on this? Okay, so it was me and Gavin, and we got done with all of our work. Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have a thing where if you get distracted, it's your fault because you're being distracted. You're choosing yourself. Even though it might seem distracting, you're choosing to be distracted because you're looking at it. And sure, it might be, I might be wrong, but that's the way I see it. And so me and Gavin, first off, we were just flinging our legs left to right like this. Uh, describing? Uh, yeah, describing uh, you're, you're kicking seated. one leg out and go. then kicking one leg in and kicking the other one. While you're seated? Yes, so while you're we are seated. So you're just sitting there in your seats and you're just one leg at a time just yep. kicking them out? Yep. Okay. And then all of a sudden we started to go faster until we could hear the stomps when our, uh, when our feet kicks out and lands to the ground with oh. our heel. Then it gets louder. Then all of a sudden we just decided to go, all right, we're just going to stand up, stand in the middle of the class, right here so everyone can see it. What did the sub do when you started to she, stand the up? The only thing she asked was, did you finish your work? And we go, yeah, we did. And then she goes, okay, that's it. So then we played music even. We played music. And let me tell you, it was the best music to go fit for this. It was called uh, Noise Cat Crab Rave, I think. Noise? Yes. Crab. N noise Cat, I think, is Cats. the artist. Cats. And it, it, the song was Crab Rave, Crab I'm pretty Rave. sure. All right. And we just started dancing, doing the exact same thing. And then we had a competition to see who, who, who can be the longest person to just kick your legs out. Without? Without stopping. Okay. And then all of a sudden, we started to add a little bit more. Hand motions, then head motions, then mm -hmm. just body motions coming with it. Then all of a sudden, we stop. Because people just start, yeah, look at them, look at them, yeah. We're, they're shaking their heads thinking, yeah, we should do that sometime. <laughs> and then the, I think the substitute teacher is just staring at us like, man, does this, does Mr. Allersmeyer have to deal with this every single day? And then it just started becoming just a little bit more, just mm -hmm. a little more exciting and then a little bit more energetic. And then the bell rang and then we just stopped. It was like... It's like a, a like a graph where everything the line graph yep. just goes just straight up and then down. down just an airplane crash. So yeah, you flipped the switch yes. and it was done. It was done just like that. I can just envision this happening. Mm -hmm. Actually, I can't. I, I can visualize it, but then I could see you guys looking over at me, like to think, should we do this? Yeah. Or not? And 
I think we would share a look, and you would realize, yeah, we're probably not going to do mm-hmm. that right now. <laughs> yeah. So I think you picked your moment very, oh, very yeah. well. I told you. See, with from the teacher perspective, you guys got your work done. Mm-hmm. And she asked you guys if you got your work done. But I'm wondering about the 26 other people, if they had their work done. And if I see Kellen up there doing that, you know, Russian bottle dance from oh, Fiddler yeah. on the Roof, mm-hmm. you know, that might be a bit distracting. It could. But like I said, you're choosing to be distracted. I think that people in their own way could tone this out. You think? I think they can. Playing music aloud and stomping and dancing and... It's, it okay. might be a difficult task, but maybe. I think people Maybe can this do generation it. is a little different than when I was a student, you know? So that maybe they're able to. That could possibly be true. Maybe. Maybe you think people evolve over time? Yes. Right. Especially with com- comedy. Comedy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have different comedy tastes. Definitely. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to wrap it up here in a little bit here. Uh, okay. We've got, got to get going to a different class. But uh, what do you think your biggest failure Failure has been. Oh, I think it was an argument. This is ah uh, man, it was an argument between my father's sister. We had different political views. And you don't it, say. Yeah, we. I think a lot of families. Yeah. Especially at holidays. Oh, realize, we had a family reunion realize. this time. Oh my gosh. It was. And so we have different political views. I am a right. She is a left. That's the only thing I'm going to say because I don't That's bring fine. politicalness yeah, into this. Yeah, we're not going to turn it into Yes, that. exactly. So, but the biggest failure involved your aunt. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was a conversation. It was a conversation. flew off the rail. Exactly. And it just became worse and worse. And she just started yelling at me. And I, wow. I take it as in grown-ups that are the people I should look up to. No matter yeah. what, they're, I think that they can do the right thing. They know when, they're, when they should stop, and they know when they're wrong. But when a grown-up yells at me, I think to myself, man, am I doing this wrong? What did I do? And I take that, and it's, it's, like, a, it's like a very sharp icicle and stabs it right in my heart. Yeah. It's very hard for me because I hate being yelled at. I got in trouble a lot as a kid because I didn't know what else to do. And I started growing up a little bit, and I know when to stop, but when a grown-up still yells at me, I don't know what else to do. And yeah. it started getting worse and worse. And then, and then when it started getting, like, it started getting into a yelling war. Who could be the loudest? And then all of a sudden my father's, uh, I guess you could say stepbrother, uh, joined in, and then he just started joining the aunt. Mm. And then it became... My father's, uh, I guess, I guess it was. Oh, I don't know family members that well, but it was my father's aunt's sibling. So kid, so I guess is it still an aunt then? Man, you lost me about two steps. I ago. think I did. That's okay. okay. But so you, you engaged. I did. It, that was your thing. Yep. It, is you saw it, you engaged, and um, it, it had disastrous it did. effects. Um, I don't think anybody likes to be yelled at, Colin, no. so I don't, I think you share that. Okay. Um, but when you hold somebody, family member into a high regard, I could see how that could be really challenging mm-hmm. to see them in a different light. And I'll be, I'll be honest, I'll, I'll share a little, you know, with Facebook now I can see, um, my, uh, uh uncles and aunts from around the country that I barely see or have seen in 20 some years. And I just see some of the stuff they post. You know, whatever my beliefs are, 
they're on the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, wow, I didn't realize ants so-and-so or that they were yeah. feeling this way. And it totally just changed. I, I don't know what's, um, I don't know if technology plays a part in it. Um, without that, I would still have the, the rosy feelings. But just the people you hold in such high regard, respect. Um, I think it's, it's admirable that, you know, adults, you show respect. Mm -hmm. um, I have always believed that uh, I try to give everybody respect right away. And whether you keep it is up to how you behave, what yeah. you say, how you act. You know, um, but some people are like, oh, you got to earn my respect, you mm -hmm. know, and, and um, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm pretty chill. You know, I'll give you my respect. I'll treat you guys, you, even you guys, you, you're all young adults. You know, I'll, I'll, keep, I'll treat you as the eighth graders, almost ninth graders that you are, unless we start to see reasons yeah. not to treat you as such, you know, and then we'll try to build you back up to that particular place. Um, but yeah, so I totally get that. And I think that you're not alone. I think a lot of people have done that with friends and family at holidays or reunions. Um, did you learn anything from that? Uh, I did, but my father, since my father's the side that I am on, he's helping me get back at them. And this, you might see this as, really? Didn't you learn your lesson? Well, keep going, keep going. Okay. I, I don't think it's all a bad thing. I think. I think we can, failures you learn from, yes. right? And if you were classifying this as a loss, and mm -hmm. you learn more from losing, you heard me say in class, you learn more from losing, from making mistakes than yes. you do from winning. Because when you're winning, it covers off, covers over and glosses over all of the, you know, bad shots yeah. somebody took, the bad swings somebody mm -hmm. took, the missed plays. But when you lose, those get brought up, mm -hmm. you know, to the surface. And so if this is a failure and your dad's working with you on it, um, whether it's, to uh, address the issue in general, or just how you overcome a struggle, how you overcome a defeat or a failure, yeah. I think is is admirable and you can learn from. Whatever the subject matter, I, who, just as a learning opportunity, um, no, Kellen, this is what you do, and this is how you overcome it. This is how you grow. Yeah. This is how you, if you have an argument, you defend your argument. You know, uh, and, and it's great with numbers, and this is what, I don't know if teachers share all the time. Whatever you say, whatever your argumentation is, we want citations. We want evidence to back it up. Otherwise, yeah. it's just a rambling blog from a student. Mm -hmm. You back it up, it gives you power. It does. It, it elevates you to a higher level than, you know, than, than, than yeah, just, just an, an saying it. Right. And so you go, well, the New York Times article published, blah, 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 believes that, da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. you know, that type of thing. So, um, it sounds like your dad's helping you out and turning it into that learning, yep. that learning opportunity. He is. Um, that's good. That's good. Um, if you could be the interviewer, okay, for a moment, and yes. why don't we end with this? So make it good. Okay. What do you want to know about me? All right. I do have something that I really wanted to ask you. Is that why did you choose to be an actor? And you may not. I, you might not get this at first, but when I saw your acting reel on YouTube, I wanted to know, really, that's my teacher. I got to learn more. Yeah. And I want to know the backstory of this. Man, we should have started this sooner, but this isn't about me, So, but I'm giving you, since you asked, um, every year I teach, I never talk about my acting, okay. but at some point people start Googling, mm -hmm. and then it spreads, yep. and I hear about it, and the teachers talk about it, and with this being my first year here, 
no one knew me. Oh, and yeah. So the teachers are like, are you really, did you really go to L.A. and do this and that? I'm like, yes. Um, I did acting in high school. I enjoyed doing that stuff. Um, my senior year, I played baseball. I was in band. I was a drum major. I, I did everything. And it was a smaller school. We could do a bunch. Uh, but my senior year came around, and I got offered the lead in Oklahoma in the spring. But that was going to be my varsity year pitching on the team. And I couldn't do both. And I realized, well, I'm not going to go on a career in baseball. But I really like theater. And the girl I had a crush on was the lead. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to give up baseball. And I did the, did the play. Okay. And I ended up dating her and marrying her. And so I, I was kids and uh, didn't last. But, but uh, it was good. It was a good right choice. And then in college, just in local theater in around Fort Wayne, Fort Wayne Civic Theater, Arena Dinner Theater, First Press Theater, um, just did plays and shows. Um, then I went to IU down Bloomington for a couple years and got away from theater. And then when we moved back, I married and moved back. Um, I just did more shows. And I got the bigger roles again. And I really liked it. And I won some awards in town. And um, she was like, why don't, why don't you go try LA for a summer? So I went out there for a summer. I took some uh, improv workshops at, uh, it was called the Groundlings and Second City, which is where all of the Saturday Night Live people come from, one of those two schools. So I took six weeks of classes there and auditioned for um, you know, movies. I went to open casting calls for Star Wars, Force Awakens, Fast and Furious 7. Um, didn't get any of those, but that's okay. Yeah. But those weren't even auditions, they were just showing up with resume and getting your picture taken and talking to somebody. Yeah. Um, but um, some other stuff I got into and, um, but yeah. No, and now with kids, it's hard to do it because um, any show I do, it's like 15 hours a week mm -hmm. and it just takes a lot of my time. So I don't want to give up my kid time. Yeah. So it's really hard to do that. But I've done commercials, which you probably saw. I like have. The real, yeah. Um, but no, I just, I just loved it. Um, and it wasn't for the applause. It wasn't to make people laugh. Um, it was just something, it was challenging to memorize all this, find a character. And I just really enjoyed getting up there and just letting, just playing in this imaginary world for a couple hours. And then when you're done, you're done. Yeah. And then I'm Bob again, and I can go home. I think that's really cool because I've never had any teachers who were, were at least like an actor where you are. Yeah. Yeah, and it's to think that, man, this is my teacher. This is what he did. His passion. And yeah. as passionate as you are about making people laugh, I could see how that would be something you'd, you'd grasp onto. Mm -hmm. um, we got to wrap this up because that yeah. was the bell. But um, I, I think theater would be a great stepping stone for you, especially if you don't get nervous up here. Um, you know, you can pretty much do whatever you want on stage within a character and within the scope of what the director will allow you to. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's plenty of opportunities at Columbia City. Yeah. So. Kellen? Yes. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. The you very so first welcome. podcast of uh, the Eagle's Nest. Yeah. Focusing on Indian Springs Middle School students, faculty, and just getting everybody a better understanding of these people so yeah um i'm probably gonna call you swamp from now on all right killing all right so. that's fine call back see a call back yeah to look at that you're already learning i know all right well thank you uh yes. Kellen, and thanks for listening uh check back subscribe so that you get notified as we continue to do these thanks yeah. so welcome <laughs>